Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You never told anyone. Mm-mm. How dare you? I know. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. And today, Heather B. Armstrong is recording from a new studio. (laughs) A new studio. (laughs) Let's call it that. Let's call it a studio. It's very echoey in here. Um, It's an old old house with a lot of echoing. There's there isn't much in, in terms of drapery in here to absorb the sound. That makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. I used to record, you know, when we started this, I recorded in my closet and it was like, it was literally like a, a professional sound studio in there because all of my clothes would absorb the echo. And I'm no longer there and I'm no longer in the house that I moved into after that one. Um, I, I moved. <laughs> You love to move. I love to move. It's so much fun. Oh, man. It's just, it's the best time. It's a great time. You don't get mad. You don't get anxious. You don't scream. You don't, you don't throw shit. Totally easy process. You don't lose it and be like, just throw it all away now. <laughs> I mean, you just, it's, it's been a year, right? You, you just did this last um, year. I did it in February of 2017, and it is now August okay. 2018, so it's been about 18 months. Okay, so a year and a half, which is still mm-hmm. a lot, although last move was, that was rough, because you were losing some serious square footage. Yes, like I lost 75% in terms of square footage, which, so I thought going into this move, now I knew this move was going to be difficult, um, but... <laughs> Like difficult in what way? Just, just you, you know, because I'm I'm moving it all myself. Like I'm I my my niece's husband came and moved the heavy stuff. Um, and like I've been doing this for twelve days now. Um, carload after carload after carload, and then two truck runs. And I'm like, where did all this stuff come from? Because when I moved the last time, like I got rid of so much stuff, and it's like, how did? Where is all this? It's like. Every time I open a box, a new box appears. And um, it's just been ongoing. Like, yeah, it's there's a whole refrigerator full of food over there that I still haven't moved. Half of my closet is not moved. And then there's a garage full of stuff that has to be taken to either Goodwill or the Utah equivalent called Desert Industries. And all of that still has to happen. So you sorted everything. You're just at the process or the point now where you have to actually do something. With I have it. to do something. We weighed our options um, and everybody, because I was just like, just throw the shit away. Throw the shit away. Like, throw it away. And so many people were like, but so many people could use these things. And I'm like, okay, but nobody will come pick it up. So we have to put it, we all have to 
pick it up and put it into a physical vehicle and drive it someplace and then give it off. So, yeah. So the other option was rent a dumpster. <laughs> That's what you mentioned last time. Okay. Yeah, I did not do that. We're not going to do that. We're going to give everything away. I have literally, oh, I'm not even kidding. Um, probably when 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 I sorted through the the garage, I would say there were a good 1,000 books that I had to sort through. Holy shit! I'm not kidding. And then I and these are books. A lot of them that you've never touched, um, right? Because you just get so many, well, I, or are these books. I had a lot of them that I never read? unpacked. Ah, okay. And then there were um, a whole bunch of boxes that I just sort of stuffed them in boxes and stuck them in the garage. And even now, after four people have come to look through and take what they want, I still have like 400 books left. So I have to oh, move wow. like 400 books plus some pieces of furniture that I don't want anymore. And anyway. You should have made it where they could come and pick whatever books they want. And then they also have to take a mystery box. <laughs> Of just a shitload of books. <laughs> it would have been it would have been perfect. And then they could have gotten rid of them and it would have made it easier on everyone. Oh man. I yeah, so I texted you yesterday and said, you know you know, I didn't know if or when I was gonna talk about moving. Uh, I think and this is sort of like the topic of the episode is sort of like boundaries and privacy and limitations. And I didn't know when or if, if or when I would talk about this just because I have lived through a very, very public divorce. And I have lived through um, people finding, you know, really, really sensitive information on someone I was dating and publishing that online. Um, and I have to be very careful about talking about these things. And it's not like I'm explicitly trying to hide the fact that I'm dating someone and that I have moved in with him. <laughs> Which is huge. Yes. It's just going to say it's that. It's huge. It's a very, very big decision. And it's a very, very big move. And um, this is not an undertaking that was just sort of thrown together. We've been talking about this for a while. And this, this is Mr. Cowboy Hat. Right? <laughs> Mr. Cowboy Hat, yes. Which, by All the right. way, I explained to you after we recorded last yeah. week that he <laughs> was sort of wearing that cowboy hat because he knew people would react that way to it. Right. Yeah. Which is which is extra fantastic in in Paris. Yeah. Places. I mean. Yeah. It's like I what I what I really love about him is that he just doesn't give a shit. Really, he just doesn't give a shit. I don't know. Like it's not. I mean, hmm, where do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned boundaries and I know we've at least touched on this in some capacity multiple times in the past, because especially for you, there's a general perception based on your, your history blogging that you share absolutely everything about your life. And that, Assumption is just there because you have shared a lot about your life, including some pretty personal things. So I think so many people then just decided that they get a, a clear view into your world, which has never been the case. I mean, it's always, you've always curated a story and this is really no different, mm -hmm. but I think you're kind of, and I'm, I'm guessing here, but you're kind of caught in this really weird place 
because you do share a lot, but you don't share everything. And you need to, you need to draw those boundaries somewhere for yourself and then for the other people in your life. Because sharing things about you is different than sharing things about you plus. Right. I didn't talk about this decision before actually going through with all of this because I didn't want to, I mean, let's, let's just back up for a second. I have my last round of book edits were due last Friday, which I, luckily my editor has given me a a generous extension on that because of the fact that my children get home tonight from New York and Lita's registration is still lost. They still have not registered her for high school and she starts in five days. And I'm still not completely moved out of the house and nothing here is unpacked. Like you can barely walk through this house because it is stacked with boxes and furniture. It's almost unlivable. I didn't want people weighing in with their opinion about this and dealing with reading about those opinions um, while going through it. (laughs) And then I realized... And people do have opinions. They do have opinions. And... um, And I realized yesterday, like, I can't even really talk about my life without, like, my life for the last 12 days has been nothing but moving. It's been nothing. That's all I have done. Sun up to sundown, I've I've moved. I went to a concert. That was fun. And then I took an an hour break and went to this local craft thing. But Wait, 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 wait. You went to a local craft thing? It's called Craft Lake City. They It's an amazing event. They just... Is it like scrapbooking? People come with all of their, like, um, they make jewelry, they do paintings, they do embroidery. Oh, okay. And it's really no, amazing. No, the, 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 the talent level at Craft Lake City is phenomenal. Um, well, that sounds cool. I just know you're a big crafter, so I wanted to <laughs> clarify that. I support the arts. I mean, these are, these are more... Not that crafting is bad. I would just say this is more of an artistic gathering for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, people who've taken it beyond, not that there's anything wrong with a hobby, but people who have really taken it beyond and pursued this. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're selling their goods and yeah, those are cool. Yeah. And so I realized yesterday, okay, we're going to have a conversation today. And uh, (laughs) at some point it's going to slip that I moved. Um, And I have a new studio it's going to sound very different. Um, right. And it's like, what do I don't want to necessarily invite what I deal with in terms of the scrutiny into the lives of the people who are now a part of my life. And like, they deserve to have their own, they have their own boundaries and they have their own sense of privacy. And I respect all of that. And, you know, I mean, people have done some sleuthing and they figured it out and I'm not going to get angry about that. But I think in terms of going forward, like my relationship is my relationship and we'll see how it evolves in terms of sharing it publicly. But for right now, I'm comfortable sharing that the girls and I have moved and Marlo is now walking distance from her from her elementary school, which is great. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's amazing. Is she excited about that? <laughs> I haven't told her that that is going to be the mandate <laughs> yet. I oh, think that she will be gotcha. very excited about that responsibility. I think she'll feel very adult with it. How close is it? Like how many, Three how many blocks? blocks? Well, that's about how far I lived from my right. school, actually. Almost exactly. And it 
I still remember walking. It was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. It'll be it'll be good for her. There is one intersection that scares the shit out of me. And so I think for the for the foreseeable future, like in the next maybe for the first month, I'll probably walk her through that intersection because people are flying through it all the time. And there's no they don't have a crossing guard. Uh, during no, school? this is this is further uh, away from the school. Um, wow. Yeah. It's kind of a main, main thoroughfare and it's really scary. So and then Lita will be riding the bus if we can get her registration found. <laughs> Right. So that's going to save you like three hours a day. Yeah. Wow. And um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's good. And um, they're really excited. They both have their own rooms. It's 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 good. It's a really, really good situation. He's got kids and they get along with his kids and his kids get along with mine. And, you know, it's it's fun. <laughs> This is a big fucking deal. I mean, honestly. This is a big fucking this deal. Is, I know. This is huge. This is huge. I, we we can no longer really refer to this as a single parenting right, podcast. Right. It's now a parenting podcast because you have crossed over. Yeah. Well, cross back over. I mean, you know. So It's not that you've always been a single parent, but that's big. Yeah. So quick story actually sort of tie into that let me take a big gulp of water because this is sort of embarrassing hold on (laughs) last week after we recorded was the first day of registration for her school and right before we recorded i found out that they had lost her or they had sent the registration to the wrong school so i oh right and they lost everything yeah so like she wasn't showing up at all well what happened (laughs) i show up to the high school that she's supposed to go to and I'm not exaggerating. This is not a deuce exaggeration. I, I'm in line with like 1,500 students and parents. Oh, God. Like, like the line is out the door and around the block to get in the building. Like half the school at least. Yeah. And yeah. there's like six different lines that you have to go through to get to the end to get your full registration done. I am looking at it and I'm thinking about all that has to be packed and all that has to be moved and all that has to be written and all that has to be like changed. And I completely melt down and I text my mom and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like what am I don't have five and a half hours to stand here do, to do this. Like I'm completely freaking out. I was, I could feel a, a panic attack coming on like a full on debilitating crippling panic attack like i could i could feel my heart racing i could feel my throat closing up and my mom was just like you know stand there it's gonna be fine just devote your day to this and i couldn't calm down so i texted him and i was like i you know i don't know what to do i'm freaking out i'm i'm shaking and you know i don't i I can't see the, the resolution to this and he was there in 10 minutes like he dropped everything and was by my side in 10 minutes. And he's like, what has to happen? And I was like, this has to happen. And he made it happen. Damn, man. Yeah. Well, not only that, like, so I, I hate putting people out oh, and no. I hate cutting line. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like we're not standing in this line if we don't have this. And if we don't have this, so let's go straight to the office. And we, we had to wait for about an hour and a half in line at the office. And the office called the other school and they wouldn't pick up. <laughs> oh my god 
And she turns to us and she says, well, you can, you can drive over there and see if they're there. But they have to release her records in order for us to be able to register her. And see if they're there. Where the fuck else would they be? I know. I mean, they're, they're there. They were there. They picked up the phone and said, we'll, we'll transfer you to the person you're supposed to talk to. And they never picked up the phone. Oh, God. So we had to drive across town to this other high school. And this woman, and that other high school has, you make a reservation to register for high school. So there was literally four people in the entire building. So they have their shit together. She's just like really put out by this whole situation. I was like, she's not supposed to be here. She's supposed to be there. And she's just like really put out. And she's like, and she's like making these faces and these noises. And she literally types something and throws her hands in the air. And she goes, she's gone. It's all gone. Out. Out of the system. Oh, my God. And it didn't register to me at that point that she meant she's out of the system. Like she doesn't exist, basically. She doesn't exist. Yeah. So we go back to the other school and wait in line for, he actually cut us in line because the woman told us that we could cut in line. And we got up there and she puts Lita into the system. And then we have to go through three and a half hours more of trying to get her into the system. There's like four different lines. And I mean, it was insane. So even by cutting lines, you still spent an entire day. I spent an entire day to end up at a counselor who gave me his email address. And he said, we will be in touch. Email me. (laughs) And that's it. That was, (laughs) that was, it. so it's not resolved. It's just, I have sent him four emails and he finally wrote back at like midnight last night and said, we're working on it. Wait to hear from us. The point of that is that he was there for me. Like he spent all day with me trying to get this done because he knew what I'm up against in terms of getting my house over here and with Lita coming home. And she has very specific classes, like honors classes and AP classes and dance classes. And like I had a support, like I had a, a person who was there with me and comforting me and giving me what I needed. And my God, I am so grateful for, for that. And, um, God, what a huge difference it makes in life. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Yeah. And it's totally different than like your mom is incredibly supportive mm-hmm. and it's amazing and she's great, but it's different. It's different. Can we just give him a pen name of some sort? <laughs> a pen name? Yes. <laughs> Let's just call him Cowboy Hat. We can just do that. Cowboy okay. Cowboy Hat for right now. Cowboy I'll, I'll Hat. Come, I'll come up with a, a better one. But yeah. And you, you said something last week when we were talking about this. You said it's going to be amazing to have to be able to have that download at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we, what we were talking about is you made a comment that technically you, you're not a single parent because there's going to be another person. And that was sort of what brought us down this path of, you know, even though living arrangements are combined you know he has kids and you have kids and at least at the beginning the parenting is kind of still separated so you still are kind of a single parent but having that person to do that download with is invaluable yeah i mean it's i oh my god i'm so happy for you to that you can (laughs) that you have that at the end of the day yeah, being able to just laugh, you know, just to sort of laugh at the absurdity of like, 
this is one of the best academic, this is the best academic high school, public high school in, in, in the state. And that is the state of their registration system. Like, what? Right, which is insane. I mean, the fact that there's that many people in line, even if there were that many people in line just to pick something up is ridiculous. Ridiculous. With computers and email. And Mm -hmm. I mean, just, I, I don't get it. I don't, it could have all been done online. I don't, I don't understand any of it. And so the kids get home tonight and I'm going to have John drop them off at the old house first so that they can walk around it. Even though it's just, it's a mess. <laughs> there are random right. boxes and, oh my God. And he, he um, knows, I assume? Yeah, he does. And he's happy. about. He says he's happy about it, so. He likes the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, He doesn't know where we okay. are. Just he just knows you're not in that current neighborhood anymore. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I'll introduce, he'll be here all week. So I'll introduce him to the home. I want the girls to sort of come, my mother, okay, back up and to the whole moving situation. Um, my mother, of course, has been, you know, the most wonderful person in the world throughout this whole thing. And she was like, what I'm going to do for you is I'm taking care of the girls' rooms. Like, just don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Now that was good and bad. Because Marlo's room was so full of absolute shit. Oh, we've talked about that, that she saves essentially garbage. I was ready to open the screen window in her her room (laughs) and throw it out. There are like 70 boxes labeled Marlo's bedroom. My mom kept it all. Because she's going to go, she's going to go through each box with Marlo and they're going to go item by item. And I'm like, mom, what are you doing? Don't enable this kid. If she wants to do that, (laughs) oh, more power to her. Holy shit. I would have chucked it out the window. And so my mother and stepfather have been with me this like, as I'm moving my living room and kitchen and bedroom, they're setting up the girls' rooms. So the kids come home tonight and their rooms are set up and ready to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They packed it and are setting it up? Yeah, they set they, it's set up. It's already set up. Everything is Holy set up. shit. Can I borrow I mean, them when I move? I know. They're, God. They, they're literally, like, they get, they they get, a, they love this. I don't want to say anything dirty about my mom and, and stepfather, but, like, they get off on this shit, man. <laughs> they get off on this. They Which love is amazing. doing this. And they're good at it. They're great Like, some people it. like that kind of thing, and they... They suck, and you would rather not have their help, but clearly, oh, she knows her shit. My mother went and bought them new sheets. She washed all of the quilts, all of the pillows, all of the pillowcases. Like she set up the she set up the fucking duvets on, on the bed. Oh my god! Oh, I'm not even kidding. And like we've left the bookshelves free so that the kids can decorate sort of their own stuff. But they're gonna come home and be able to walk into their rooms and be ready to go. And That's awesome. I think for kids, because the room is, I mean, it's their zone. So even Mm -hmm. if the rest of the house is kind of in turmoil with the move and it's a new space, they can walk in and shut the door and it's kind of already home for them. Yeah. That's great. It's their stuff. Yeah. It's their stuff. It's their pillows. It's their, you know, duvets. And I really do have the most amazing support system in, in my family. And they showed up again. They showed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you're in Utah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, is. it is family that is keeping you there. So it is. And it's people will like, 
I, you know, it, and, and it's, I didn't ever think that I was going to like dating in Utah was one of the things that sort of facilitated my suicidal episode. Um, <laughs> dating in Utah is like, there was a line in my book that my editor cut. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, if your suicidal ideation isn't bad enough, come date in Utah. <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, I'm, I'm in Utah and um, managed to keep the girls in their schools. And so the the transition, I mean, the girl and the girls have hung out here for months. So the transition won't be too, too bumpy for them. For months. And you never told anyone. Mm-mm. How dare you? I know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. But it's good. It's, it's good. Huge. I mean, th- this is you've you've dated before. I've dated. Like that's that's not a thing really. But the move is big. That's a yeah. That's big. I'll admit that two nights before we came home from London, I had a bit of a freakout, realizing, and and this has nothing to do with him or the situation or anything. It was sort of the realization that I have been doing this alone for seven years now i've been a single parent for seven years for four of those i have been doing it completely alone you get used to and i was good at being alone um i got used to the autonomy of it i got really used to like things being mine and the schedule being mine and you know and i'm giving that up and i'm glad to give it up for what i'm getting in return it's, right, you're trading it, was, it out. It, right. But it was it was a realization that sort of like hit suddenly hit me. Oh my god, I'm like I've been doing this for seven years. Yeah. And I was actually I've... just thinking about that this morning. Really? Yeah, because you have I mean, you haven't been single for that long, but even when you weren't single, you were still single parenting. So you really yeah. have been doing it on your own. And I'm sure, I mean a month from now, even six months from now, there are going to be times where you kind of miss that complete autonomy. Not that it's better than what you're getting, but because you got so used to it. And to be the only person to make that decision to to do this, it's a, it's a transition. It's going to take some time. Yeah. I mean, he and I have spent a lot of time together. I mean, we spent a month together in Europe. Basically 24 hours a day. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. 
And everybody that I talked to, I don't know if we talked about this last week, everybody that I talked to is like, oh my God, that's going to be terrible. You guys are going to get so sick of each other. It's going to be awful. Oh my God, this is going to end your relationship. <laughs> well, and it was, I mean, admittedly, it was kind of not a, not like a trial, but in a sense it was. Right? It was, well, I, I, wanted, I was like, well, thanks for the positivity, guys. Thanks right, for the right. good luck, you know. Um, but it was like, it was, it proved, it, was, it completely proved that he and I are compatible enough to, to go habitate for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Cohabitation. Cohabitation. Damn. And you know, there's still, he, he has his responsibilities to his kids and I have my responsibilities to mine. And so this is the other thing that I wanted to sort of bring up is, you know, I grew up, well, from the age of 10 on, I grew up with a stepfather and a stepmother. And my dad had lived with my stepmother um, three or four miles down the road. And I lived with my mom and stepdad. And, and they won't mind me talking about this. Um, some mistakes were made with my mom and stepfather when he came to live with us, when they got married and he lived with us. Um, and they admit it, completely admit it. And like the um, initial transition, you mean? Yeah. Okay. He came, he came in and decided he was going to lay down some rules. Oh, and yeah. my sister and I were just sort of like, uh, okay. And my, but my brother completely like it sent my brother into a tailspin. Um, and he was really, really, really harsh and, a, a, a really forceful dis- disciplinarian about certain things. And we just didn't understand why he was coming at us like that. Um, and my mom didn't know how to appease him that way until my brother moved to my dad's house. Cause he couldn't, ta- he couldn't take it. Oh, it got that bad. Yeah. Wow. So they had some long talks and conversations and we figured it out in the end. But I come into this knowing, you know, that I am here with my kids and I am not, I'm an, I am not a a mother to his children. Like I have no desire to replace their, their mother. I know how important she is in their lives and it's all about, you know, working and compromising and, you know, figuring it out and feeling it out and not being too aggressive about it. Right. And that comes back to what I was trying to get at earlier, that despite the cohabitation, you're both kind of still single parents, sort of, from the parenting angle, because Mm -hmm. he's not going to parent your girls and you're not going to parent his kids. That's just how it's going to be for a while, because that's part of the transition, I think. I mean, we've done a lot of talking about this, of course. we've, We've gone over a lot of things, and he, we talked a lot about, you know, sometimes Lita gets her attitude with me and doesn't necessarily, I mean, my Lita is the best kid who ever lived. Let's just lay that out. She really, really is the best kid who ever lived, but she gets in that hormonal 14 year old girl. Um, I know better than anybody else in the world. And I'm going to, to talk in a tone that's inappropriate. Right. She's the best kid in the world, but she's also a teenager and teenagers are kind of dicks sometimes. (laughs) I mean, that's really the reality of it, even when they're great kids. And he's watched it happen, right? 
he's watched it happen and he he's watched how upset it makes me and how hurt I get. And we've talked about how he's like, I would like to be able to step in and diffuse the situation as as peacefully as I possibly can so that both of you can, you know, walk away without being hurt. And, you know, it's, we're going to, we're going to feel it out. <laughs> this will be so fun. Well, I mean, you have to though. It's, I think yeah. it's a trial and maybe that, I mean, I clearly don't know the whole story with, with your stepfather, but it's kind of a trial and error. And I think if he tries something and it starts to backfire, he's got two options. He can plow through, which it sounds like initially your stepfather did, mm-hmm. or he can back off and say, okay, I'm going to do something totally different next time. Right. And I think that option is better because then he's able to kind of adapt to what she needs too. Yeah. Rather than like just step- force his methods. Yeah. My stepfather came in and said, and I don't even know if he had talked to my mom about this, but he looked at us all and he said, if you leave anything where it's not supposed to be, I'm throwing it away. Like that was the tone he used too. Like I'm throwing it away. And he did. He would throw oh, wow. things away if they were lying out. And that's when my brother sort of lost his, lost his mind. I was like, what, what, why is he coming at us with this, you know, anger and attitude when we're really good kids? Right. Like totally out of the blue. I guess I could see if it was two years in and you were leaving shit everywhere. Yeah. Then, okay. You make, you know, you set up some rules, but just out of the gate, that's, that's pretty intense. And mind you, my stepfather is like my father, like in, like I consider my stepfather, my father, he's the most amazing grandfather. He is the grandfather to my kids. He's the most amazing man who ever lived. Like I love him, love him, love him dearly. And it all worked out in the end. Right. Well, he learned and grew and changed yeah. and which says amazing things about him. Anyway, even mm-hmm. if it took him maybe longer than would have been ideal initially, that's kind of irrelevant at this point. Right. But man, that's going to be now does cowboy hat two. How many kids? Can I ask that? Um, he's got three children. Okay. Um, one of them doesn't, one of them is, a, has, um, is older. It doesn't live here. She's old, older, older. Okay. Sorry. She's not old. <laughs> And the She's other older. two are girls. The other, t- the uh, boy and a girl. Oh, boy and a girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that'll be a big change for you. Um. Yeah. It, sort of like we've hung out so much together and and done so many activities together that we now are really familiar with each other's rhythm. I I think it's a really good match. Mar, we're gonna have to watch Marlo just a little bit because Marlo likes to. <clears throat> boss Lita around and barge in her room. And sometimes you have to like, con- like calm Marlo down Okay, and Marlo's going to need to respect the space in the house. Right. And yeah. Wow. This it's, is a lot. Yeah. I mean, it really, <laughs> it really is now. Has he, um, lived with anyone since becoming a single parent or is this no. a first for him too? This is a first for him too. Um, wow. Yeah. He's dated quite a bit though in Utah. We've, I've known him. For, I've actually known him for tw- over 20 years. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Like, I well, like him, a I, friend or. No, I met him 20 years ago. I worked in a building that he worked in and I was introduced to him. And then, and then I think uh, some other friends of mine were friends with him like in the mid two thousands. 
And then I saw him at a party a few years ago, right after he had separated. And we, he was like, oh, you're Heather, right? I'm like, yeah. And we had stuck up a conversation then. We've seen each other here and there. So. It's weird how shit works out, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Oh, yeah, man. he knew me. He knew me before, before Deuce. Yeah. Wow. And he's and he's familiar with the Utah dating scene. Was he one of those people with hunting pictures on his on his profile? <laughs> I think we need to come it out with that. Couldn't be more opposite oh, than that. Okay. <laughs> it's good. You never know. You just you gotta you gotta ask. Yeah, he couldn't be more opposite. Like, yeah. <laughs> there he was. No, he did not hold up a, a whole bunch of fish that he had just caught. No, and snap a picture. No, it's not too late though. It's Still not do too late. It. I think it's worth pointing out too that you were gone for five or six weeks. Book edits, moving, school year registration drama, all this shit. And I mean, you've had your moments, but all things considered, you're doing mm-hmm. exceptionally well and sounding really happy about it. And I only point that out because, again, and I know I've said this before, if this had been two years ago, I don't think your tone would be quite the same. (laughs) No. You're not the only person to point that out. My mother this whole time has just sort of been like standing with her mouth open like I can't believe how you're handling all of this. Because it is a lot. I mean, finishing a book is kind of a life-altering moment and moving house is kind of a life-altering moment. And my child starting high school and having her registration loss is kind of a life-changing moment. And... It's a lot, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, each of these things is big in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think moving in with someone when you're both single and without kids is a big move. So when you both have kids and all of this other stuff is going on, that's a big deal. There's just a lot happening. Uh-huh. And not only, I mean, you're handling it well, but it's also a lot of positive, minus the whole high school shit, but... Otherwise, it's a lot of positive, which is which is awesome. I mean, I've said it before earlier this year, but this started out as a hell of a year for you. And that trend is continuing, which is pretty great. It's a lot of good. You know, I think this is going to be a really, really good thing for my kids. Um, they see how much, like they see how much he cares about me and they see what he does for quote unquote, the family, like what he provides and the, how attentive he is and the skills that he brings to living life. I'm trying to talk about this in as vague as possible, but you know what I mean? Right. The skills that he brings to being alive. <laughs> the skills that he brings to being a unit. Sure. And they see his, they do see, they see his love for me. And I think, and my love for him, which Lita had, you know, she told my mom several times. So Lita and my mom have gotten really, really, really close, especially with me being a full-time single parent for the last four years. And it's, and last year, and it's going to continue this year, uh, my mother and stepfather take Lita to her dance class every week. And last year, Lita used that hour and a half that she was with them as sort of like, she used my mom as her therapist. And there was like one day when she was having a really bad day and she was like, I just want 
to have a night with grandmommy where she's driving me to dance and I can vent, <laughs> which I thought was really adorable. Um, well, she's a lot like you. You've said that before. And you and your yeah. mom have that really close bond. So it, it makes sense. Yeah. And she just told my mom, she's like, you know, I just want mom to be happy. That's it. She's like, I, I, she's like, well, I want to stay in Utah, <laughs> but I really just want to see mom happy. And she's seeing me happy with this. And I think it's good for her. It's good for Marlo. It's good to have that. I'll go ahead and say it. It's good to have a male influence in their lives on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's in, it's important that your kids and that his kids see the relationship that you have um, and see that it's positive and understand that. But I think there's also, you know, you see how significant he is to his kids and he's mm-hmm. seeing how significant you are to your girls. Like, and I think that brings in this whole other dynamic. I mean, obviously parents are important, but especially when there's one, one unit, it, it becomes unique. It's a unique relationship. Yeah. And I think just observing that you learn a lot about the other person. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing, seeing what he does for his other kids and how he's extraordinarily, like I said, he's extraordinarily calm. Even when situations are super, super stressful, like he is able to approach things like super, super, super chill. That is an excellent fit for you. Excellent. Like he is just super chill about things. Like like, we'll fix it. You know, we will fix it. We'll figure this out. We will fix it. I'm, you know, I'm much, much, much better than I was two years ago, but I still have that anxious energy that sometimes I really have to tame. And he brings this, he and he and I have talked about this quite a bit. He brings a calming influence to my life so much so that even when I was, when I got better and you may experience this, or maybe I'm alone in experiencing this. Like I would, when I was really sick, I would wake up in the morning and I would feel like I was on fire because the list of things that needed to get done in my head would just start scrolling and I would be completely overwhelmed with the idea that nothing was ever going to get finished or done or it was all going to fall apart. Yeah. And when I got better, I wasn't on fire when I woke up in the morning, but I was still like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. There's just so much to do ever since he's been in my life. I don't wake up feeling that way at all. Like it's gone. That's, that's pretty incredible. It's like a, (laughs) well, he's almost, he's a foil for you in a sense that even if, even if he didn't do anything, like actively do anything to create that environment, it's like that, this sounds really lame, but that energy that he puts out, it just sort of becomes, it starts to have an influence in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, maybe you wake up and there's this split second where you have that panic and anxiety and then you realize he's pretty chill about everything so maybe i don't need to Mm -hmm. maybe i can embrace that too because obviously if it was really a crisis he would be reacting that way and he's not yeah it's almost like the proximity to his calmness or like maybe some osmosis thing is happening but like like and i guess and too like having backup like i know that there's a backup now 
Yeah. Like, I know there's somebody I can call. Right. And if something happens and you are in a pinch and need to get Lita and can't, oh, mm-hmm. well, someone else can. It's some Zen shit going on there. It's some Zen shit, considering 12 days in and I'm still not done. You're not done, but you're you're standing. You're not mm-hmm. overwhelmed. I mean, you are, but not cripplingly overwhelmed. And it's all good. It's all it's all good. I know where the passports are. I know I know where <laughs> the birth certificates are. There's all that stuff that you know goes missing when you move. And I was like very right. strategic about making sure I knew where everything was. We talked about that last time you moved. I think the football. Yep, the football. Having everything in the football, yep. <laughs> oh, and what's even better is uh, his daughter is a lot like Marlo in the sense that they are huge animal lovers, right? Coco loves it here. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, Coco. Oh, man. And also, there the traffic on this street isn't anything like the traffic was on the street that we lived on. And she sometimes sits near the front door. But she's not growling at the door anymore, and she loves it here. I have never seen this dog so happy. Yeah. That's so great. And he doesn't have any pets? They live um, with his his ex. Oh, okay. Okay. But at that house, Coco is the only. Oh, yeah. So Coco is all over that. Mm -hmm. God, see, it's good for everyone. Even the yeah. damn dog <laughs> doesn't get much better. It really doesn't. Well, and you know, so I did downsize the last time I moved, but I kept a lot of furniture that I really, really loved. And it's been sitting in my garage for 18 months. And it is perfect for this house. Like it's perfect for this house. And I'm really excited about once I turn in my book edits, I can think about all of this, but, um, I'm really excited about unpacking the furniture and I haven't seen like there's photographs and there's knickknacks and there's like stuff that I haven't seen in years that I have never unpacked since the divorce that I will get to see again. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And I know there's, there's a lot bad happening in the world and a lot of people are going through some shit right now. And, but I have to keep reminding myself it's all relative, right? Um, Well, it's all relative, but you have to keep in mind that you can be happy. Like, yeah. We don't all have to be achingly miserable every second of the day. Like we can still be happy and still recognize that there's badness happening and still focus on it without, I mean, you're entitled to that. It's okay. Yeah. Everybody is. And this is, this is big. I mean, I've been sitting here for like the last hour trying to come up with a negative and there's not one really. So <laughs> say that's a, it's a pretty good sign. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I think, interestingly, one of John's best friends, somebody that I hung out with quite a bit in L.A., is cousins with this, with Cowboy Hat. Oh, man, really? Yeah. And yeah. now his, one of his current best friends? or Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Like, it, the world is so small, man. The world is so small. It's so wild how that works. I mean, this this is how big this is, is that I'm pretty sure this week, because, John, like I said, John will be here all week, and hopefully John can help me with this whole registration thing. I will be inviting John Armstrong into this house just to, you know, properly into the the living room to say, this is where we're going to be. And he will, he will meet Cowboy Hat. He's met him. Oh, he has. Oh, he has. This is like as fucking seamless as possible. 
Yeah, he's he's met him. He knows. He knew about it. Wow. That will yeah. The, <laughs> oh man, I've told so many people who are currently going through really horrifying divorces. Like, I promise you that there is another side. It may take you seven years. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is. It's encouraging. It's encouraging to see. Mm-hmm. I'm only three years in, so I've only got four to go. <laughs> four to go. I I am a slow learner. I, oh, I am too. Yeah. I. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's awesome, though. It's good. I keep saying that. it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm looking around this room right now and seeing all of the bins with my clothing and makeup and cosmetics and shampoo and oh my god oh god oh god oh god oh god oh god you're looking around and seeing it though and still still doing okay still doing okay yeah the kids get home tonight i can't wait to see them yeah new school year high school this year oh yeah Um, here we go man here we go holy shit (laughs) it's like i really I, i kind of feel like I'm getting to the very top of that roller coaster and it's about to like take me on like four loop-de-loops. <sighs> but but as long as you hold on, you're going to be good. Going to hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh man. High school. Yeah, we we should maybe that'll be next week. We'll dive into high school a little more. Maybe we'll have the uh registration sorted out. Maybe. We'll jump in cuz it's going to be an interesting interesting year on my end too, so. He's starting oh, high man. school too, right? He is. Oof. It's wild. Very it is very wild. very teenager. <laughs> I actually took him to an empty parking lot two days ago and let him drive my car. Oh my god! Because it's a stick shift, so you know he thought it would. And be how cool. did he do? He did phenomenal. I was fully expecting like a lot of those stalls where your head almost hits the dash. Yeah, none. <laughs> he was like he was totally good. He was terrified, which I'm actually kind of okay with. Like he was really nervous about not getting it or going too fast or running into something in an empty, empty parking lot. But I would rather that than him, you know, buckling in and just going. That'd right. be a little concerning. That's but, amazing. You know. That's fun. He he likes he likes cars, and I figure, what the hell? Might as well. Yeah. I don't know. Will he get his permit at fifteen? Yeah, they can start taking driver's ed at 15, I think. They've recently changed some of the... I, I Recently, I don't even know how recently. But it's harder to get to go from no permit to permit to license. Like, there are more hours. There's more requirements. There's a lot more involved. But I figure if he can, you know, figure out some of the basics in an empty parking lot, that just gives mm-hmm. him a leg up, I guess. Something to do. Something to feel cool about. You know. That's that's amazing. I, oh my God, our children, our children are this big. Oh, I know. He's almost, he's got to be maybe just a couple inches shorter than me. And he's like ready to go be a human being. And it's horrifying <laughs> because you have those moments and maybe it's, maybe it's different with girls, but you have those moments where I, I look at him and listen to him. I'm like, you could move out, go do your thing. And then five minutes later, I'm like, no, no, you're still 14. Very (laughs) much 14. But you were getting those glimmers of what they will be. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome, but it's it's so weird. I I did a FaceTime with Lita on Saturday. She had just got home from camp. And my entire family was over here helping me unpack some things. And 
she said hello to everybody. And then she's like, can, can we just talk alone for a second? I'm like, sure, sure. So she's just like, you need to understand that this is like, this is a big day for me. And I said, what do you mean? She's like, an hour ago, I was at camp and it was the most incredible experience of my life. She starts to whisper and she's just like, it was the most incredible experience of my life, mom. And I was like, and I I'm, I'm, can't wait to hear about the, all of this. Right. And she just sort of got this look on her face and she's like, and now I'm sitting here talking to you. Oh my God. <laughs> There we she go. Because I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like, it's just this like sudden like change. Like, oh, how do I how do I deal with it? And I said, you know, yesterday when I realized that tomorrow was your last day at camp, I knew that it was going to be hard for you. And I want you to know that I was thinking about you, and that it's totally normal, and that we have a lot to to talk about and and hold on to when you get home. So, yeah, big changes. Struggling with wanting to be independent and being independent and also not wanting to be independent and oh man, some wild times ahead. Wild times ahead. Lots but to you don't have to do it alone. I don't have to do it alone. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is probably when we should tell all of our listeners that if they have opinions on your living situation, please we'd, do <laughs> We'd love to hear them. Yeah. Especially if they're positive and encouraging. Those would be great. And th- and again, the reason that I didn't mention this earlier is self-preservation. That's all it was. It wasn't to punish anybody or to try to be sneaky. It was, I, need, I needed to get through this without reading publicly about it. Well, I would also like to add that the reason is because you don't have to. Right. Self-preservation or not, it's your choice. It's your life. And you share what pieces of it you want. So, you know. I stand behind you. I'm sure most people will. Most. Thank you. Yeah. But you can always reach us um, at stories at manicramblings.com and everywhere online at manicramblings, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes. And and Patreon. And Patreon. Patreon.com slash manicramblings. We always forget that one. We always forget that one. Patreon. We're terrible about this. Yeah. And Ryan's, Ryan's going to remind us that we should do it earlier in the episode, too. And he's totally right. Sorry, Ryan. I guess until next time, there is another side that you can get to. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.